You hear that ASMR? Do you want some ASMR? It's a Negroni. Cheers, bitch. Mm. Mm. Okay, so last week, through my famous B and E of a graveyard, we learned that traditional burial is not for me. So in this episode, for the discerning dead body, what are our options now? What is the iPhone rose gold of burials? And perhaps most importantly, is there a more moral way to dispose of your body if you're a secular person like myself? With traditional burial out of the way, let's explore our options. When doing my research, there was one death option that offered more choice than all the rest. What is death under capitalism if not customizable? That option is cremation. See, ashes are malleable. They allow themselves to be mixed, shaped, formed, or added to a lot of things, and I mean a lot. Cremation is like a Crocs where you get the same basic experience, but the charms and accessories you choose are up to you. There is a cremation formation business for anything you can imagine. You can have your remains compressed into beads, which is popular in Japan. By now, you've probably heard of various kinds of cremation jewelry. I myself associate this with pet cremation since people who love their dogs also seem to love a piece of chunky jewelry. You can also turn your ashes into a record if you're corny like that, maybe a Fleetwood Mac landslide, or if you're an alternative gay, Sophie's face shopping. I found one guy on YouTube who will mix your cremated remains into feeding blocks so small woodland creatures can ingest them and you can just fortify them with your body remains. Perhaps a popular option for Disney adults who always fantasize about having intimate relationships with fluffy forest creatures. In fact, I think the market for cremation is so saturated, I bet most things you can think of can be made out of cremated remains. So I phoned a few friends to test this. Hello? Hi. Hi. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, we're good. Oh my god. Okay, nice. Okay, sorry, I just got new headphones and you know, the learning curve. I find that audio technology really betrays us on a daily basis. Like, what's going on? We can do so many things with science. These are my talented comedian friends. Aiden Oldlaughlin, Ali Pierce, Ben Sosa Wright, and Abba Kwando. I think we're good to go. Okay, how long do you think this is going to be? I swear they're my friends. Not long, like 20 minutes. I've found through my research that there is a weird amount of things you can do with cremated remains. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I wanted yeah. to ask you, Ben, was... Um, First of all, if you could do anything with your own cremated remains, turn it into anything, do anything with them, what is your first response to that? 
uh, turned into. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, my God. I mean, it's classic. You know, we hear these stories growing up of how Biggie uh, famously, you know, made his, or not made, but his crew voluntarily smoked his, his ashes in a blunt, you know. Oh, after Biggie passed. And Whoa, I didn't actually, hear that one. Okay. And I hope I'm getting that right. I actually, you know, my brain does beautiful things, and some of that would is a pure imaginative. And I want make honor a, your delusion here on this podcast. So maybe that's true. Maybe that's false. Whatever, where, whoever that story belongs to, wherever it came from, I want that for myself. And I've always thought that that would be kind of beautiful. And I'm literally, and I don't mean like, all of my ashes. I literally mean like the the weed to ash ratio on the blend, honey. Like the, the, the there'll be more weed. You know what I mean? Like I'm not. I don't want people to. It's not going to be half and half. It's not fifty fifty. If anything, I'm thinking like five five ash, like ninety five weed. So I think I would want to be like I think I would be cremated and then put into like clay and then someone would like sculpt me into something so like either a statue or a vase that my grandchildren would eventually break is this because uh, of the horny uh pottery wheel videos you've been posting from TikTok? of course it is tiktok <laughs> knows that i love <laughs> i love a uh, shirtless man with a pottery wheel i mean would it be weird to be made into like plates or bowls or something so it's like you're always at the dinner party or that is chic that is yeah. a chic option I think it would be fun. Or like just like a serving platter. So you're always like part of the charcuterie board. Oh my God. So you're always part of the party. Exactly. I think that that's fun. I think that's fun too. Now, okay. I'm on this terribly designed website called eternalware.net. Eternalware welcomes you to an innovative alternative to celebrate a loved one's life. Our artisans will unify your loved one's cremated remains into pottery vessels (laughs) or other kiln filed file kiln fire creations and i do see a dog figure in here oh my god wait i love that these so i obviously went to the website as soon as you said it they have different artists oh they're different artists and it's like are these the names of the dead people like tanya leslie (laughs) is this pot okay we need to go directly to franny hyde because she's really doing something kitschy and different yeah franny hyde the artist is you can choose a oh it's pet it's for pet remains but i would choose the spaniel for you you know what? I see the spaniel for me. With a little twig in his mouth. Oh, that's so cute. So have you thought about this? Like what you want yes. to do with your body? Tell me. Yeah, yeah, I have. And I think a lot of it has to do because my dad died when I was really young. Okay. And so I think like I thought about death and like burial and stuff at a really early age. And so... Maybe it's because my dad was cremated, but I've only ever wanted to be cremated. I feel really strongly that I don't want my body, like, being eaten. Uh, I do want to run quickly past you this online list I found from dignityfunerals.co.uk. Sure. And it's what to do with cremated ashes, and it's a a real wild ride. I'm just going to list off the suggestions. Yeah. Um, from, I think, like, 1 to 10. So, number one, take them on a trip around the world. Okay, you didn't do that while they were still alive? Imagine going through TSA with ashes. You can put your cremated remains in bullets. What? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so 
we're just gonna start at like a level ten. <laughs> Thoughts. I'm speechless. <laughs> I'm speechless. What on earth? Uh, honestly, honestly, other than to avenge your own death. I think it's sexy. I honestly think that it's sexy revenge. Like, if you were wrongfully murdered, which you live such a luxurious life, I feel like... <laughs> I Wait, feel like, me or just... just... Like, you as a person, I feel like a headline will be like, in, in like 80 years, it'll be like, um, Emperor Sam says you're going to become emperor um, <laughs> of, the, of the new world. <laughs> Probably. Emperor Sam found murdered in, in his hotel room. It's a big who done it. And then um to avenge you, you know, we'd put the fucking remains, your cremated remains in the bullet and then it would be like a sexy revenge. I feel like there's something so sexy about like somebody I don't know, about shooting someone with your ashes. It's like the perfect final fuck you. Here's the thing about me. If a movie doesn't involve a female character getting revenge, I mm-hmm. am not listening, watching, seeing, doing. Thank you. My sentence is down. I'm snapping. I'm snapping. <laughs> there is something so Quentin Tarantino about it. Thank you. I was gonna say it's giving me it's giving me Kill Bill tease. No, <laughs> no not <laughs> Or this one really sent me, and I did watch a video about it online. Let them go out with a bang. You can put your not fireworks. It's fireworks, Aiden. I don't like that. What would you think? What would you think? That's a no for me. I think it's that a you hard to be charged for that. I think that you you should have to do community service. Picture this: your creed and remains put into a little tube, mixed with some gunpowder, <gasps> made into a firework. Oh, that's stunning. That's you love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. that. And oh, wow. Yeah, that's really cool. I don't see. This is interesting because I cannot think think of something more humiliating than being turned into a firework. Real? Okay, well, I mean, Katy Perry would disagree, first of all. Um, wrote a whole song about it, told us that we, gays, are people, Sam, that we're all fireworks. Putting cremated remains into fireworks. That is asinine. <laughs> okay, thank you. Because whenever, I like, the idea of fireworks is always fun to me. But when I'm actually within the vicinity of the fireworks, I'm like, God, that smell. So, like, all I can think of is, like, just breathing in, like, ashes. So I've talked to a few comedians, Mm. and there was one who thought that the fireworks idea was, quote, beautiful. (gasps) And and they are a good friend of yours. Can you guess who? Is it Ben? (laughs) It's Ben. I will, oh my God, Ben, you know what, Sam? Ben just says anything. He will say absolutely anything. Is <laughs> <laughs> he lying to me? Lying on this pond? I don't even think he was lying. The thing about Ben and him saying anything is that, like, the first thought in his mind is neither true nor false. <laughs> it is simply fact. I have to ask you one last thing. It's a big, it's a big question. If I, if you were oh to decide God. for me what my cremated remains would be turned into, and honestly, think of anything under the sun because it probably does exist. What would you say for me? 
Oh my God. Incredible. Incredible question. No problem. Um, you know what? We're going to have to go with an SPF moisturizer. You've always had great glowing skin. I feel like you bottle wow. that up. Every, everyone gets a little bottle. Everyone's dewy dewy. And wow. I get to help people one last time. And you get to help people feel good and like feel positive and happy. And like, I feel like, oh, I love that. And you imagine your little face is on the bottle. And then I wear an SPF every day of my life. <sighs> exactly. You know this about me? I mean, I mean, I didn't know it as a fact, but I'd assume looking at your gorgeous complexion. Uh, you're an angel. Thank you. If you were to pick for me what I should do with my cremated remains, what do you think speaks to my personality? <gasps> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> well, knowing that you... Oh, I know. Okay. Knowing that you are interested in the tree route, I mm -hmm. think there should be a Sam museum built in your honor and in the center, a tree exploding out of the ground. That is your tree made from your ashes. And there's an annual party where we... <gasps> Assuming I'm still alive, decorate the tree. Oh my god. Okay, I'm a full narcissist because I'm beaming. <laughs> that sounds so fucking badass. Well, there you go. You can have it. Ugh, I have As much as I was phoning my friends for a laugh, I think Ali's idea was really beautiful, actually. And she's right. I am leaning more towards greener burial options for myself, especially after learning the environmental toll that burial takes in our last episode. But we'll circle back to green cremation options later. As you heard, the amount of options in different businesses in the cremation space does feel somewhat endless and unexpected. Uh, I'm not sure why, but there seems to be a number of ways one can turn a dead loved one into a paperweight or tacky spindly garden ornament. Trinkets and death seem to go hand in hand. It reminds me of all the fake flowers and weird praying cherubs I saw on people's graves back at the graveyard. Uh, for the record, please keep dollar store paraphernalia off my burial and away from my ashes. I don't care if that sounds highfalutin or classist, but um, something about Dollarama goods that make me feel bad, even in death. Anyway, there were a couple cremation companies that caught my eye in my research that I didn't even get the chance to mention on the phone with my friends. I was too caught up in the ridiculousness of bullets, fireworks, drones, all containing small fragments of people exploding into the air or being pushed out to sea. But we seem to imbue a lot of meaning, not just in making our remains into something new, diamonds, garden fixtures you'd find in a trailer park, terracotta serving plates, but spreading them amongst the earth to complete a certain kind of cycle back to the earth from which you came. That is, unless you call a company like Beyond Burials. Beyond Burials is one of the few services that offers to shoot you or your loved one's remains into space for what they call a space funeral. They take your ashes, put it on a little rocket, 
and shoot them into space. There are a number of packages to choose from depending on your personal taste for space. You can launch the remains into the moon, past the Milky Way galaxy, or if you're on a budget, I suppose, just past the Earth's atmosphere so that the cremated remains spend six minutes in microgravity only to be, I assume, burned up on return back to Earth. Or is that their starlight package? It's all a bit unclear, but every option sounds like an Onion article. So let me just dive in here. I'm on their website. Beyond burials, you are born on Earth, yet you can be remembered forever in space. Okay. We have the Starlight Memorial. Leave your at- leave the atmosphere and have you or your loved one's remains released into space before making the return to Earth. Not sure what that return really means if you are, in fact, dust. Leave Earth's atmosphere and have you or your loved one's remains orbit the Earth before returning as its own shooting star. Again... Really unclear on the science here. How do they make sure that the dust becomes a shooting star? How do they make sure you see it? I guess you just kind of know in your heart of hearts that it's happening somewhere. Kind of like buying a star. But even buying a star, you can at least find it in the night sky. They have the moon memorial. Make your dream of reaching the moon reality with this unique offering. I think this is new. So... It could be like the pimple on the face of a moon. And then Milky Way Memorial, venture past the Earth-Moon system and travel further into the Milky Way galaxy. It is truly bonkers to me that the experience economy still holds water even after death. I mean, if you wanted an example of an Instagrammable freaking funeral, you've got it because you best believe, yeah, They do have video options where you can watch the cremated remains get released into the void. And you know that just because that person is dead doesn't mean that somebody on the other side of an iPhone, no less, is posting that video of their cremated remains going into space onto that dead person's social media, which means social media clout, social media experience, sharing The grave won't even save you from it, you know? Is there a space funeral for being launched into the sun? Because I'm ready to go, people! I went on to Beyond Burial's website and made a consultation appointment to learn more about how to launch a bag of dust previously known as my body into space. Because, honestly, how could I not? Who I ended up speaking with was a big surprise to me. Hello? Yes, hi. So I know that you were potentially looking for yourself? Yeah, I mean, I was just um, curious, basically, and um, it was something I was interested in, and I was reading through your website, and I know that you have a good amount of information there, but um, I guess I just wanted to talk to somebody in person to get a little more um, in-depth and learn about the process, I guess, the nuts and bolts of how it would work. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So what memorial were you interested in the most? So I can explain that to you. Um, I think I was interested in either the basic one or the shooting star one. And I guess it's kind of um, my first question is kind of like the difference and how and how that kind of works. 
so for our Starlight Memorial, uh, the rocket uh, shoots up up to 130 kilometers into the sky, and then it will actually open up and release uh, the remains into open space where they roughly spend six minutes in microgravity as they're starting their descent back to Earth. And then we capture the entire event on uh, video as well and provide that to the family as well. Uh, uh-huh. And then for the Shooting Star one, this is our most popular memorial that we have. Uh, that's the one where we send the rocket up and the remains are attached to a satellite. And the satellite will then orbit the Earth for months or years, kind of like a mission-dependent type of thing. It's wherever the rocket is going uh, to release the satellite in orbit. Kind of really depends on how long it's going to be up there. So mm-hmm. we say months or years, but most of them are years uh, that they stay up in space. And then it's... Uh, uh, orbits around, uh, and we capture everything on video for that one as well, from the launch uh, to the release of the satellite from the rocket. And then you can track the satellite as well uh, to see where it is at, in orbit at any time. So you can check that 365 days a week, 24 hours a day to see exactly where it's at. So I guess the potential for that one is if you were. I guess lucky and eager, you could go to somewhere with a clear night sky, track the satellite, and then, like, see the actual satellite. Because I've seen satellites before from Earth, but I don't know how unlikely that is. Like, how likely is that? (laughs) I mean, it would be, I mean, pretty likely. I mean, likely you get the exact coordinates, but that would take some definite planning for sure. But you, you get the exact coordinates. You'll know where it's going to be as well. So, Do you know how long it takes for the satellite to orbit Earth? Like one uh, I can check, but it does it, I think, 16 times a day. Oh, okay. So you'd... So, I mean, I guess it yeah. depends what hemisphere and all kinds of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. this video for both packages, like, that's pretty... That's pretty crazy. How long is the video and how exactly is it captured? It's roughly about three minutes. Uh, and the ca- it's captured on uh, multiple cam. The launch is captured from multiple ground cameras mm-hmm. and then uh, drones uh, flying as well. And then there's uh, cameras that are affixed to the interior and the exterior of the rocket. And that's how we're able to get the shots in space as well. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's fun. And I saw that this was also like an FAQ on your website, but um, I didn't have a chance to read it. So I was wondering if you could tell me about um, what the waste, I guess, is sort of like in terms of like space junk and that kind of thing, like what remains kind of after the remains are let go and everything is said and done. With both of these, it leaves absolutely no space debris whatsoever. Uh, With the first one, the Starlight Memorial, that one, it comes back immediately, so nothing is left in the space. Uh, And with the Shooting Star Memorial, the one where it's orbiting Earth, that all comes back uh, as well. That's all going to come back as a shooting star, actually. 
And uh, just uh, for clarification, we are a secondary payload on the rocket uh, to uh, scientific missions that are going into space. So they're already going, and we're getting, and we we are able just to hitch a ride with them to go. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, and we're not. And who are you hitching? Space. Who are you hitching with? Is it NASA or? Uh, well, or actually, for of... our moon, uh, the for for the two that I just mentioned, the Starlight Memorial and the Shooting Star, those ones are private. But we, for our moon memorial, we are a part of a NASA-funded mission on that one. Yes. That's pretty cool. And we'll, yeah, we're going to be. I'm very excited for that one. So our our first moon memorial launches this summer, and then we're, our second is going to be in 2023. Very cool. And then, so that's yeah. when the moon memorial launch is happening. And I imagine the starlight and the shooting star is kind of done in batches as well, from what I was reading. Yeah, like yeah, the schedule. shooting star. Yeah, the, the shooting star is once a year. Uh, it's, it's usually in the second quarter of the year, but that obviously can change with rocket launches. And then the Starlight Memorial, that one's a more frequent one where it happens roughly four times a year, like once each quarter. Okay. Um, that's very that's very cool. And then the the Milky Way Memorial, I guess, is that a private one too, or is that one um, like a secondary or a secondary um, yeah, we're we're definitely secondary on those ones as right. well. Like, yeah, the the NASA one that's going this summer, that one's rough, just under a two hundred million dollar uh, launch. Right. So <laughs> we're not there yet. I would love to be someday. Cool. I mean, uh, I think that's all the questions I have. I guess I just wanted to ask, how did you? Um, find yourself in this line of business. <laughs> uh, really yeah. yeah, no, it, that, that's a, a very popular question with me, actually. Yeah. So I came out of the electric terror uh, business. I was, I started a repair franchise and uh, was uh, lucky enough to be able to sell it and was finding myself searching for something, what to do next type of thing. So I came across an article uh, it's two summers ago now uh, to where I was reading on how SpaceX sent up 152 people's human remains into space, and it mm-hmm. intrigued me. And, and I follow SpaceX pretty religiously. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I had no idea SpaceX was doing this. And then uh, since I was intrigued, I started digging in and uh, started making connections uh, in the in the industry. And one thing led to another, and Beyond Burials was born. So you're the founder. Yes. That's amazing. What's your name? Dan Peabody. Dan, thank you so much for calling me today, Dan. And uh, I wish you the best of luck. Two or three years ago, I decided to go vegan as a way to offset my own personal carbon footprint. So, as cool as being turned into a star or being permanently placed on the face of the moon is, I cannot in good conscience launch myself into space seeing as the environmental toll of literal rocket fuel is, and forgive me, astronomical. And also, do people not understand that the fact that there is life on this planet is a literal miracle? Why are we trying to desperately leave? What are you trying to prove? 
there are greener options for cremation available that do not involve leaving this planet, sadly. Aqua cremation, for example, is a way to cremate a body with no flame or combustion, but of course, it doesn't involve going to space, but alas. Basically, the body is put in a giant steel chamber. The chamber is filled with a mixture of water and 5% lye. And after two to three hours of intense pressure and heat of around 300 degrees Fahrenheit, the body is reduced to bone, which cremator remains are then made out of. It uses one eighth of the amount of energy as traditional cremation and has no emissions. And pesky stuff like pacemakers or fillings don't have to be removed beforehand, which is nice. And in some cases it just gets processed with the rest of the body. So usually with other cremated um, traditions, somebody has to go in and remove those things and um, just extra effort, I guess. And with this, you don't need to do that. From an awkward cremation, I could very well skip the ticket to cyberspace and go with Ali's tree idea, which I'm honestly really considering there are again multiple companies now that offer tree pods you've maybe seen these with receptacles to place remains so that your remains in some ways nourish what could become a tree so some give you seeds and you plant that or some kind of give you a sapling so it has a little more of an of a chance to kind of grow they're marketed as a kind of environmentally conscious version of an urn it's nice peaceful but is it for me Well, it turns out I'm not the only one to wish for an all-natural funeral, a green funeral. And in the next episode, I may just find the kind of funeral I've been searching for right here on Earth. Prepare to Die is an independent podcast that's written, performed, and produced by yours truly, Sam Sferaza. You can follow me on social media at Sam is laughing across all platforms, including Instagram and TikTok. And you can hear about new episodes by following me there or subscribing to the podcast. And please do subscribe and leave a review. Like all podcasts say, it really does make a difference. Thanks and happy dying. Happy dying.